0: Are you in the middle of a breakup with a narcissist? Maybe you've been dealing with a toxic person for many years of your life and now you're going through the process of separation or of divorce trying to figure out what do I actually do and you're struggling with the impact that has happened in that toxic relationship and you're wondering, can I actually find healing? Is there actually a way to move forward? If you know anything about being with a narcissist, you know it has lasting and huge impacts on the person that they're with. And so stepping into that realm of understanding more about it, you're wondering, is this actually possible for me to heal? Is this actually possible for me to progress and move through this? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARCAP, and your guide in the Escape Toxicity, the 7-Day Challenge to Healing. You can go to that at escapetoxicity.com to learn more about that. If you like what you see here or what you listen to, just go ahead and please subscribe, hit like, hit notifications so you get notified when we drop new uh, episodes on here every single day because we want you to help to be in a place of understanding and awareness than just the concept about narcissism, but what does it actually look like? What does it actually seem like on a day-to-day basis? So when you're navigating a narcissistic breakup, we're going to talk through this concept of the breakup, the impact that it has, and then strategies to move forward and to be able to help you progress in your healing journey. When you're dealing with this aspect of a narcissistic breakup, it produces a giant impact. You're probably at the place wondering like, hey, we've separated, we've started to to get away, we've started to file for divorce, all these different types of things. And you're like, I still feel crazy. Like, I still feel like I don't understand what's actually been going on. And you're in this place of a state of confusion. And you're wondering, like, what is actually wrong? What is actually right? Like, who's wrong? Who's right? Like, what is happening? And there's a piece of you that knows that you're the one that is correct in a couple different areas. Like, you didn't cheat on him. He cheated on you. Like, you didn't abuse him. He abused you. And some of these things you know is true, but doesn't feel like that. And as a result, it puts you in a place where you feel just unsure about yourself, unsure of the reality that you're actually participating in of what you're actually doing. And you're not sure how to be able to progress and move forward in your own thought process because it doesn't seem like you've had the the capability of being able to think for yourself. He was always putting you down. He was always belittling you. He was always saying, you don't know what you're talking about. And then you're wondering, why is it so different now versus like when I'm at work? And I'm able to produce and I'm able to have different impacts with other people or I'm able to communicate with my friends and family in a different way, but I'm not able to do that here. What is actually going on? And all these things go back and forth to put you in a place where you feel completely confused and completely lost. You might be at the place where you feel completely rejected and you're not sure why. Like, why were you even rejected? You gave this person everything. You you helped him in so many different ways. You supported him. You loved him. You cared for him in so many ways. And that all seemed to get thrown to the curb, which makes you feel a lot of times that you don't matter. You start to doubt yourself because you were his world, the person that he loved, he adored and spent so much time with. And then all of a sudden, it just switched. All of a sudden, you found out about the affairs that he's been having. All of a sudden, you found out that it actually isn't as good as what you thought it was. And then there's this question of crazy making of like, was it all real? What did I actually believe? Who did I actually fall in love with? You start to realize that being with a narcissist sometimes magnifies other insecurities or issues that you have because they look and prey on your vulnerabilities saying, this is what I can do to keep you here longer or to control you. And going back and forth, they look at what you have as a vulnerability. They turn it into leverage for them to be able to get you in a place where they are in control over you. Sometimes the problem is you don't realize that they're toxic until you're actually getting out of the relationship. And then everybody else is like, yeah, this person's really toxic. And you start to see the signs and understand, whoa, I didn't even realize the type of relationship I was in, I didn't even realize the piece of me that I was giving away, the piece of me that seems like it's completely gone, the piece of me that used to be confident, used to have self-worth, used to have self-esteem, where did that person go? And sometimes you'll start to doubt if it's actually you, if it's your fault, because you behaved toxic in your own mind. You reacted in certain ways. You get you yelled in certain conversations. You threw things in certain conversations because you were so frustrated that the other person wouldn't open up. And there's a piece of you that knows that it's not you, but you still question, you still wonder. Something that still keeps you up at night thinking, maybe if I would have done something different, he would have stayed. Well... That's a piece that a lot of people struggle with in the breakup is when they recognize that it's narcissism, the breakup, they still feel like it's them. He's told you that it's you and you're like, well, it must be me because it can't, It like it must be me because that's what he's saying. And you'll get told over and over and over again that it's your fault. That it's not his, that it's your fault that he cheated because he wasn't getting his needs met. That it was your fault that he did the things that he did because you deserved it because of how you acted, because of how you responded, because of the person you texted three years ago. There's all this blame that gets shifted and put on you time and time again. And blame shifting is a giant part of always placing everything else on you, it being your fault, even though something else might have happened, even though he might have done this, it's still your fault. And you start to take on blame that is not even yours to take. You start to take on stuff that the other person has done that you had no control over, no influence over, but that person blames you so they feel better about themselves. You get to the place where the narcissist is stonewalling you and just putting up this barrier, won't communicate, won't talk, like they're giving the silent treatment. And then you start to look crazy and you start to look obsessive because you're trying to get him to talk. We see this happen so many times in court systems and also in couples therapy because you're frustrated. You just want him to communicate. And it looks like you're the crazy one. It looks like you're obsessive because you're yelling, screaming, just trying to get some reaction. Because the other person isn't willing to engage or even just open up their mouth and communicate about what's going on inside. And then this aspect makes you feel over and over like you're crazy, like you're obsessive and it starts to have you spiral out over him. And it feels like in one sense that he's in control of you because you're disconnected from him, but you still want that. Like, you don't want this relationship, but you still want this relationship. Like, you're, you're confused about it, but you still want to go back. And this is the aspect that builds the trauma bond. This addictive cycle that keeps you locked in to this thought process of continuing to go back to a toxic person, to a narcissist, over and over and over again. So as a result, we have to build healthy boundaries. We have to build guidelines and guardrails to keep you going in the direction you want to go so you don't get pulled aside by that toxic person, but you're able to continue forward in your growth, in your healing, moving forward to the person that you want to be, not the person that they created you, not the person that they molded you to be. So how are you going to deal with some of this? How are you going to deal with dealing with the separation, the divorce, like going through this breakup? The first aspect is self-care, establishing the priority of you versus him. This doesn't mean you're becoming a selfish person. This doesn't mean that you're prideful because you're like, oh, it's all about me, not about him. This doesn't mean you're turning into a narcissist by any means. What it means is you're no longer letting that person control you to the point that you no longer work on you. So many times you've controlled and changed so many things about yourself for that person, but they've never changed anything for you. They've never changed anything for themselves, and as a result, you haven't changed anything for yourself because you've been so busy serving someone else. And so this aspect of self-care, getting back to the basics of this is what I need to get back to, and you start to know that healing actually is possible. We say that and we try to communicate that to people. If you're not crazy, you're not alone, and you're not hopeless because so many people feel like that. You might feel like that right now. Versus the hundreds of people that we've worked through to help them get free and to break free, and they're living happy, healed, whole lives moving forward in power of knowing who they are and not letting the narcissist come back into life and sideline them. Moving forward, you need a practical step. You need a practical thing you can start on right now. The first thing I would say is to start journaling. If you haven't had a chance, I would recommend going to Amazon and checking out the Fantasy to Reality, From Fantasy to Reality, the book that we have. It's a journal on there that you can access and start questioning your own reality and writing it down and writing down the things. Because when you write down something, it proclaims your truth. It helps you actually move forward in your healing journey. I would also say you need to build habits daily to be able to help you move forward You need to build habits that help you rewire your mindset and to have a framework of how you want to live life moving forward to going after what you desire in the direction moving forward of who you can actually be. Because so many times that's been put down and pushed down saying you cannot want something. You cannot actually have a partner that cares about you, that loves you, that actually is connected in that regard. So you want to run away from that because you don't think it's possible but at hundred percent is possible. And we're seeing it day after day after day. And as you move forward in a practical guided way, we want to be able to help support you in that journey. And if you'd like to have help understanding how we actually do this on a day to day basis with hundreds of people. Please go to rawmotivations.com. You can click on the one-on-ones. You can talk to me. We can start down this road of how can we best help you get free? Because getting free is hundred percent possible. Breaking free from a narcissist is a hundred percent possible. And I go through courses and systems to help you understand from the narcissist side of what's going on and then how to rewire your mindset so you no longer have those feelings and emotions of going back to toxicity. But instead, you're able to move forward in your power, in your growth, in your healing to move forward from a healing journey to a growth mindset to keep you free from toxicity.